0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Midwest Hunting and Fishing Fishing Report for September 7th, 2017. If you'd like to only listen to a portion of the podcast, please click on the details below and you'll find drop times for each area. Don't forget to show us what you're catching each week by using the hashtag MidwestHuntFish on Facebook or Instagram. Well, it's been another uh, cooler week this week and it seems like fall is really kind of setting in whether we like it or not. And from what everybody's kind of saying, that's what the fish are doing, too, is they're starting to move into more of their fall patterns. But I'm not going to talk about that. We're going to send it up to the Duluth-Superior area and check in with Jared Houston. He can tell you all about it. Jared, what's the report this week?
1: Hey, everybody. Hopefully everyone had a safe and happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, Back to the grind, back to reality for uh, most of the population now. Um, And so... uh, you know, fishing in the area has been good. We're starting to see a uh, pattern that's turning fallish, and that's great. Uh, that means that the jig bite's going to be coming around here. Um, you know, things we were doing in the summer, we're going to be trans- transferring into uh, things that we do for fall, which we'll talk about here in the coming weeks on these reports and uh, that sort of thing. But uh, one thing I want to talk about is uh pinpointing crappies and panfish over mud basins, which we've been doing. Everybody's got that old marker buoy in the old boat. You know, it's the old, that's all I had was a marker buoy to mark a fish or a pot of fish or or brush piles. Well, you know, hopefully you guys still have one because we utilize it quite often. We use both our electronics, the waypoints, and that marker buoy. And that marker buoy allows us to see a tree submerged, you know, in uh, a big mud basin um, above water. And, you know, you can trust your electronics to know where it's at and get there, but then the wind blows you off. And if your boat's a big 20-foot boat, you know, it spins around and you're right up And those fish stuff have a tough time biting. You know, you want it to be right over the top of them. And so that's where those market buoys come in, uh, you know, great value. And so you just throw it out there over a tree or a brush pile, and that's your eyes above water. There they are to the and that's what we've been doing here and catching uh quite a few crappies in about that twenty to twenty five foot feet of water uh using uh you know uh dumb ball uh play uh, ball uh dumb uh jigs from work fishing tackle, and a belts and uh you know cheap crappie rods or some light wall rods and that's been been awesome for digging for us and you know catching suspending and that sort of thing has been good so. Uh, the light on the light on the superior has been good too. You still catch the fish with the flash by compost trolling. Um using the also downrigger's uh, lead line or copper, long line um spoons and still get the, the, the cohos and the uh, you know, the chinook or King salmons or the uh leg trout. So uh so that's been good. Uh, the South Walleye Bike kind of been quiet, on the quiet I haven't heard a lot of reports out there. We haven't been out there ourselves. The St. Louis River is starting to come back to normal after the untradension. Uh, those downpours that we had last, last weekend, which kind of, uh, dampened, dampened the fishing for us here. But, uh, and then the inland bite, which I was going out there, was, uh, it be good for panfish and stuff like that. Uh, musky bites are starting to come around too. So we're starting to see a lot more anglers taking the water from musk. The stream fishing in the area, the Bull River, the North Shore streams, uh, starting to pick up too for uh, brown trout that are, of course, returning to the streams for this pond. And then also the, uh, the ever-present uh, foot trout. And we're see some combs coming in and out. So combs mean um, steelhead. And so that's been good, and that's only going to continue to get better all the way through the fall months. So that's what we've got for you guys this week. Hopefully you guys get out there and enjoy some uh, the outdoors. Uh, Falls about here, so that's awesome. Give us a call, two 393 4962 or look us up on the web, uh, com. From Duluth Superior, Jared reporting, and we're out. Bye.
0: Thanks, Jared. Let's head over to the Leech Lake area and check in with Jason Freed. What's the report this week, Jason?
2: This is Jason Freed with Leisure Outdoor Adventures with your Leech Lake area fishery report for this week. Uh, Leech Lake, the uh, fish are starting to, to somewhat transition and set up uh, near their fall locations. With some of the cooler weather that we've had, you're starting to find the fish still fairly relatively shallow, uh, not in that fall, you know, where they're going to be deeper, uh, but anywhere from, you know, 18 out to 28 feet of water. But the key is to find areas that have steep breaks nearby. When fall comes and those fish start to move, they're going to be along those steeper breaks. And so, you know, we have focused on areas like Walker Bay, uh, sitting up on some of the shoreline breaks and bars, as well as some of the deeper humps, but fishing the steeper side of those locations with either uh, red tails, creek chubs, uh, lindy rigging a crawler, uh, or vertical jigging with uh, with jigging wraps, uh, or other more aggressive style lures as well to, to get that reaction bite. Uh, but that's kind of been the number one thing that's been working. Still fishing somewhat shallow at times during the early morning, low-light hours. Uh, You know, slip fishing is still somewhat effective, Uh, you know, fishing those weed weed and sand transition areas. Um, The crankbait bite has slowed down, uh, but the musky bite is still going pretty well on the main lake, on the rocks. Uh, You get on the main lake reefs, looking for secondary reefs and rock piles, targeting them with uh, small bucktails and topwaters has been best. Uh, Make sure you're, you know, paying attention to speed and, more importantly, making sure you're doing a figure eight every time uh, because a lot of those fish will come in late, or uh, coming from the side and so a lot to be had some really good fall fishing is yet to still happen here this fall We guess we get some cooler weather stay tuned for, for more reports and leisure outdoor adventures.
0: Thanks Jason like he said um, fish are starting to transfer into those fall locations so be looking a little bit more around those steeper breaks that's where they're going to be hanging out right now. Let's head over to southeastern South Dakota and check in with Todd Highcamp. what's the report this week Todd?
3: Well folks, with the stable weather this past week and weekend, I thought and I was hoping that the fish would respond appropriately and it really depended on where you were going and what day you went and whether or not you had a good day or a bad day. A lot of people struggled around the area on Labor Day itself as well as Sunday uh, but all in all I would say it's basically a mixed bag of results. Some of the lakes up in the northeastern part of the state that produced walleyes this past week and weekend included bitter, Indian Springs, enemy swim, goose, Swan, and also Wa Bay, but it was really a tough bite up at Wa Bay, a lot of water to cover up there. Down in the southeastern part of the state, lakes included uh, Ponson, Dry Lake by Willow Lake, Oakwood, Sinai, 81 Ponds, Thompson, Madison, Brant, Diamond, as well as Island and Twin. And remember, Twin is the trophy lake, the fish has to be 28 inches or larger to keep there. Now what have guys been using to catch the walleyes this past week? Again, it continues to be spinners with crawlers. That seems to be the best live bait rig out there right now. And then also, guys are starting to snap jig uh, using jigging wraps. That has worked really well. Throwing swim baits and also throwing crank baits. Whether or not you're throwing the X-Rap or the Ripstop has worked also very well. And then also, guys are throwing their shadow, uh, shadow wrap by Rapala as well as pulling plugs. And what are they using? The shad wraps, the traditional shad wraps, whether or not it be the solid or the glass color. Uh, But again, remember our great deal on our everyday low price on shad wraps. All sizes, colors, types, you name it, all $5.99 each, so again, stop on by and check that out. And as far as the perch bite is concerned around the area, that has been the story. It hasn't really taken off quite yet. The water temperatures haven't dropped off uh, as much as we'd like to see, but still guys are catching perch. Those lakes include Ponson, Dry, uh, Thompson, Albert, Big Stone, Twin as well as Madison, Sinai, and then a few are being caught at 81 Ponds, Island, as well as Scott Slough. And then all oh, the crappie bite, uh, that continues to be on and off again, uh, especially at Sinai, Ponset, uh, Thompson, Pickerel, as well as Henry by Scotland. And what have the guys been doing to catch the perch and the, the panfish? Really, they're looking at the shiny hiney. Honestly, folks, that jig continues to produce a lot of fish. The shiny hiney as well as the pilkey, and it's being tipped with waxworms or maggots and we have plenty of that on hand here at the store
0: thanks todd sounds like the shiny hiney is really just the money lure this season todd's been talking about that all summer and even since spring so make sure to stop in and uh, pick one or two up and get out there and catch some fish with it I want to thank those that contributed to this week's podcast. Jared Houston with Houston's Guide Service, Jason Freed with Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and Todd Highcamp with Dakota Angler. You can find links to their website in the description below. Thanks and have a great rest of the week. Get out there and uh, catch some fish.